a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, regulators. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network and 102.7 FM ESPN in Austin, Texas, or as a live recorded podcast 24-7-365 on all your favorite podcast platforms and at the Out doorzone.com the outdoorzone.com jack is the ranch hand that gets early gets the gate open make sure the old pot belly stove gets fired up throws a couple of screws in the screen door that just doesn't want to stay on its hinges my name is tj Graney, Graney, veteran outdoors journalist founder of kids outdoor zone koz co-managing this ranch with me is cody ryan professional angler and communicator that screen door you talk about reminds me kind of you, you know, a screw loose. <laughs> yeah. Off the hinges, a screw loose, whichever one. <laughs> and last but not least, <clears throat> beefsteak disco. Oh, he's yeah. the owner. Uh, uh, he's the former Mr. Chicago and owner of a Ronco pocket fisherman used regularly. And did you yeah. come up with that recently? Oh, no, you just saw what Ronco, I'm doing. Pocket Fisherman. You've been oh. looking in my garage again. Is that what you've been doing? Man. Man. In the back of the Suburban. Yeah. The Pocket Fisherman and the loosest scope in Texas. Oh. Dude, i got to tell you what. <laughs> I got the wobbliest scope in Texas. <clears throat> that is true. i got to tell you, I went out last weekend, right? I Happened wasn't again, here. Huh? No, yeah. man, I got that new... Uh, Bagar, you know, 6.5 bull barrel, high comp, uh, incredible, right. incredible right. rifle that my grandkids got me. I didn't know I'd have to buy a $1,200 scope for it, but I did. And you I didn't have to. Oh yeah, you do. When you get that. No. Yeah. No, you could have bought the, oh, my God. you could have bought me, the, let me just tell you, it's the Walmart difference. So I shot my first buck with that last weekend and it was such a pleasure. Oh, my Lord. It was like driving a farm truck around all your life with one headlight and bald tires. And then someone giving you a brand new F-150, you know, King Ranch 
edition. It was beautiful. I, I didn't know that rifles could shoot like that. I didn't know that you could see things like well, that. We've lost him. We're looking for a new co-host to uh, join TJ and I <laughs> because he has now gone to the 6.5 Creedmoor Pretty Boy class oh, and, uh, and firearm. Right, and the scope, you know, uh, uh, with, with a Vortex Viper Gen 2. Oh, my gosh. First with focal Vortex. plane. Oh, my gosh. You know, Vortex? They're yeah. wearing sweater vest on us, too. <laughs> I know. Please. I'm going to zip up, get this whole nightlife, you know. And wear khakis and light. Sperry boat shoes everywhere now. <laughs> but, I mean, it made <laughs> Hey, a, dudes. He's got his hey, dudes on. I put... Uh, it is. Now, hey, dudes are good. Uh, he's got a good. Hey, yeah. everything I've said is actually good, and the rifle is probably incredible. I just. I know, stuck I a section. Like so what was? I stuck a sections plate out in the trees at a two hundred yard. I put it on a fence post at three hundred yards, and that was like okay. No, I didn't see any deer at two hundred, and I didn't see it at three hundred. But hitting a plate, <laughs> particularly at in that area where you're shooting. <laughs> Well, it was right so, next to the other deer blind, so yeah. You sent in, you sent in a picture of a uh, a blood trail you were on, or something, or was that what was that red? That, that red stuff was just blood. a headshot. Uh, that was just coagulated oh, so brains and blood. Oh, okay. You, I I couldn't figure out what that red splotchy was. Of course, I was running and gunning, and I didn't. But that deer, we we estimated it to be about six and a half years old. And I said, you know, it had one antler. It had fight wounds all over it, abscesses when I, you know, skinned it, cut those well, you out. took a headshot. It <laughs> Did you uh, Big send neck. samples into the Texas Parks and Wildlife? Uh, of, uh, of course not. Aren't you supposed to? <laughs> no, not in that county. Okay. We're, we're good out in Mason. We don't. We, it's not there yet, or okay. never be well, there. Well, you have to get on your phone and you have to take a picture and then stick it in the gut pile and then email the. I did do the digital tags again this mail year. Mail the phone in, and people always freak out when I put a piece of duct tape with a number on a random number on the leg of the deer. You know. Why'd you do you that? Say. That digital, the digital combo where yeah, you don't digital. have any oh. tags. Gosh, and you're still on that thing. <laughs> it's awesome. Of course, you know, by the time I got done, you know, Billy Burr was like, I could have filled out a tag by now and put it on there, you know? Yeah, by the time you found a marker and a piece of tape or whatever. <laughs> yeah. To do uh, your digital tag Well, part. you still got to do all that when you're, when you're using your tag. You use your tag, you got to poke the ear and find a zip tie or get some sure. electrical tape and tape your license tag on the antler and or now I know that TJ, you have never leg. been late on putting a tag on a deer. I am no, sure that's the I first walk straight thing. up to that dead animal. That's and right. Tag it. And you tag it immediately. It's never that is correct. been in the back of your truck for a while. It's never been in the cooler nope. and you forgot you never got nope. into the processor and went, Oops. Yeah, it's in my pocket. What are you talking about, you poacher? <laughs> Cody's smiling. Uh, <laughs> he, I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to say anything. Not incriminating anybody. But that, the uh, could legally be 
we do not we would never do that and never suggest somebody doesn't immediately tag that animal before they even so all you do is write you write some number the uh the interweb gives you yeah what if you don't have service on what if you don't have service it doesn't matter that when it connects it will upload all that service you can what do, if your phone dies well that you're gonna have to in wait. the blind because <laughs> you're watching you know <laughs> meat eater or something or yeah i don't watch i don't watch those videos when i'm in there okay what if it dies because you forgot to plug it in but you kill the deer and you don't realize that your phone died until you're out in the field you, well you're screwed, I guess, unless you have a backup. <laughs> unless, unless you have a, you have to wait well, till it gets charged. Oh, then you go to your wallet and you pull out your tag. Your, your paper. No, you backup. don't get tags. You don't get tags. You don't get. I know. I'm being sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic. Nope. Can't you print something nope. out? Nope. Can't do nothing. It's all <laughs> online. You can't print out like what the numbers are and write them. Have them in a. Yeah, they're all on your outdoor annual login. Uh, you know your. What if it's you pre-wrote them, and then you could carry that piece of paper around in your wallet? That oh, like a tape. set of tags. No. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> pre-write them and then carry them no, around. Yeah, pre-write asks, them and then carry them around. How would you pre-write them? It asks where you did it, when, what the sex was, how much, you know, everything. It asks all the questions and the county you were in, and, you know, it's all there. I don't know. I don't know. It does all that before it gives you the number? Yes, you have to oh, okay. log that in. I didn't know if you. Yeah, and it I gives you a temporary random, like eight digit number, six digit number, one seven five four three or whatever it is, and you write that on a piece of duct tape and then oh, you fold so it I over. I just wrote that down. <laughs> yeah, Don, Don's going to kill uh, in Galveston <laughs> County, Texas. A. But they, you know, it was starting in that pre-rut deal. His neck was man; it was enormous. He was, but he went out as a true warrior. And that's what I think he would have wanted to do. You know, he had 300 yards with the 6.5 Creedmoor. I don't think a deer has the capacity to have the thought process that he wanted to die a certain way. Oh, I helped him in his spirit world to, to move through that <laughs> gate and then to the be great beyond. See, this is what happens when you, I guess, become a 6.5 Creedmoor guy. Start talking about spirit worlds and deer's feelings. Oh, well, you know, like the old Jägermeisters from Germany, you know, they would put uh, some food, like take you know, grass or whatever and put it in their mouth, you know, as they did for the spirit, well, for the crossover, so they had something to After eat. After they drank Jägermeister? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jägermeister. Put <laughs> some grass in your mouth, I man. Am. Jägermeister I means... means it sounds like our my uh, like my two-year-old uh, Ye- uh, Jäger- grand- you granddaughter, put- Huxley, would... Put grass in a dead deer's mouth. For like, you, do, you do, people, eat some glass. you non-6.5ers, I will tell you that Jägermeister means hunt master in German, okay? And there's this whole oh, thing now on there. Now he's speaking other languages, too. <laughs> the start shooting a 6.5 and he India, starts... Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oxenschwegen. I don't even know who this guy is anymore. Hey, I have transformed after that. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. And so people were bringing backstrap. Next, he's going to tell us he's pregnant. No. <laughs> but I did have heart. <laughs> hey. 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 
I'm going to just let that one roll right past, man. Everybody, I tell you, everybody had, uh, dear me, I couldn't because I had heart surgery. Thank you very much. I made yeah, it. So, I made yeah, it through so that, Cody I Ryan. Got, yeah, Beef had heart surgery this <laughs> week. We're making so sure gotta, it's still working. I got to say, he goes in, he goes in. So, you know, he's like, hey, Doc, um, I almost died the other day. And can you check my heart? And so he goes in the doctor and the doctor says, oh, yeah, we get you in right away. We'll you know, we'll save your life. Just come on in and we, surgery immediately. And he goes, well, can we put it off a week? Cause deer season starts this weekend. And I, I got, I'm going to be gone a couple of days. Literally. I asked okay, him man, that. go down, yeah, but I'm like, going to shoot that 6.5 kill a deer before I go. I was like, how about next Wednesday instead? And <laughs> they looked at me, they said, why are you so hesitant? I was looking at my calendar and went, well, how would I, re, you know, how would I get back? Would I get back in time? Could I go hunting on opening week? They're like, no, two days is not enough. You need to be on light duty. All right, next Wednesday, do you have an opening? They're like, yes, we do. So I went and spent those four days. It was incredible. But, you know, it they was They changed incredible... the batteries in your, in your heart? <laughs> yeah, they, they did. But, uh, you know, everything it was just incredible about the firearm about the setup there weren't as many deer well, out if there you, if you want to find out more about a 6.5 breed more or uh if you want to find out about a vortex go see our buddies over at mcbride's guns the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns it's imperative we support our local gun shop the one we trust is McBride's Guns, Austin family-owned and operated, gunsmith on staff. You want that new 6.5? You want one like beef? Go see our friends at McBride's. Looking for a youth model for that young and up-and-coming deer hunter? Go see our friends at McBride's. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them, 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, yep. That's our hometown gun shop. All your favorite segments, a little fishing talk on the flip side, plus news of the weird, all that and more coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Stick around. 24-7, 365, you can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. So, you can buy me a boat. This is T. Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck White Trash and Blue. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show. And you can track us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Um, and you can also find out about Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, and TJ Graney. Find our social media stuff on there. Hey, don't wait. Nobody does Black Friday savings like now nah, Maxwell Supercenter. Get the biggest savings, the deal of a lifetime, and our best pricing happening right now. We're taking thousands off MSRP on every brand new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram on the lot. Now nah, Maxwell's month-long Black Friday sale event is on every new 23 Ram at the Nile nah, Maxwell Supercenter. It's part of the most awarded lineup of vehicles in Texas. Everything that includes Jeep, Dodge, Chrysler, and Ram have huge discounts, and you don't have to wait. The savings last all month long. You can start saving thousands today with more 
exclusive Black, Fr Black Friday sales event rebates that will get you the best deal of the year. Now Maxwell's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Texas. Just bring us the de their deal and we'll beat it. So drive home for the holidays for less and head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. And I don't know if we mentioned, but I want to go ahead and mention that TJ and I uh, have not have stayed awake, have missed nights of sleep two out of the last four nights. Mm. So uh, we went on a mega haul for for some family stuff, and well, we went uh, to my drove mom's, to Georgia. Yeah, my mom's, mom's funeral. Yeah, we talked it was, about it last show. Yeah, we drove but to Georgia. I, and I and I want to do a shout out. I want to do a shout out to Cody, but except for a one hour relief on the drive there and the drive back the guy cranked it from eight at night till eight in the morning nine in the morning just beast mode driving interstate 10 and you know interstate 10 and 65 and just interstate driving but all yeah, i liked i like the long i did I, I, I drove straight through but I, i've been used to that you know having fish bass tournaments around the country and the one thing that wears me out that i do not like about bass fishing tournaments around the country is that part right there but grinder dude oh it's miserable cow. but uh we i did i did have you drive that one hour during the um super tight laned construction zone area which was very nice for me so thank you for driving that one hour uh, you know, with the giant concrete railing on one side and the semis on the There's other side. There's no escape on that spot. If you go sideways no. at all, yeah. There's no escape, and everybody realized come though, up behind you and pile up on top of you. Did you realize take two that, vans? Two vans or just one? Yeah, we took two vans and uh, eleven people, wow. and included four four children under five, and. Yeah. Uh, it was <laughs> so that's yeah, why you it was almost like books. One it was almost books. like a family reunion at beefsteak's house yeah. is what it was <laughs> that's why everybody you drove piles at, in that's why you drove at night now i know because then everybody's exactly. asleep see? yeah see i get yep. it the adults there was a point there was a point where where tj was saying hey we need to you know let's not drive all through the night let's you know stop and do some stuff and yeah we'll call we'll call beefsteak and ask him what are the things to see between yeah we're here gonna and stop Atlanta. and do some stuff along <laughs> the way ball of string in the world uh collection under, of crawdads under five and... doesn't stop and see little uh you know activities you, you uh, all two were. babies and <laughs> yeah that would we, be no we fun gotta, but you it know, I didn't. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Five years since Five I wasn't years, and here. They'll all be. Since I went yeah. here last week, I did want to say condolences. I didn't get to say that, and I did find while while I was out, I found the sock monkey, and it made uh, me think. I almost took a picture and almost sent it to y'all, and said that your mom sent that to me because of our Father's Day program, where I said it was the worst day to celebrate for me. And she sent it to me and said, I hope you feel better. And now I get it out on every Father's Day and look at it. And uh, no. well, 
So it was, wow. it was, a, thank you, it Grandma. was a, an amazing, it was an amazing time with family and friends. And thank you to everybody who, um, took their hat off and gave mom a nod. And so thank you for that. And yes, Cody cranked it. And I just wanted to make sure I said and according that according to the As, Catholic, Catholic priest in her Catholic priest in Georgia, you want holy water. All you do is boil the hell out of it. That's how you make it holy. <laughs> so, hey, I want to from talk a little. stage uh... at St. Patrick's <laughs> Church in LaGrange. And, yeah, it, we drove from LaGrange, Texas to LaGrange, Georgia. Yeah. Isn't that bizarre? It wasn't, That's though. Crazy. I've been saying that for years since we moved I know, here, but, but I just, again. It just, clicked, finally. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. one screw After in the screen all... door. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk a little fishing. I don't want to talk about bass fishing. The bass fishing world has kind of gotten, it's, you know, there's a bunch of changes and things changing as things go into the new year. And we'll talk about some of that, what a lot of guys are doing. There's some big names retiring and stepping away just because of all the changes and, and stress. They've, they've done some, some studies that have revealed, you know, the average angler uh, uh the professional leagues out of the professional leagues it's like six percent of anglers that make enough winnings to actually pay for their seasons mm. only uh, only six percent uh and so it's a it's a weird time in the bass fishing world and i just don't have the capacity to dig into it but i thought this story was interesting the west coast uh west coast fishing groups filed a federal lawsuit i wanted to get y'all's take on this kind of interesting and wanted to see i'm not sure how i feel about this west coast fishing groups filed a federal lawsuit wednesday against the 13 of the largest tire manufacturers in the u.s alleging the companies are illegally killing or harming endangered salmon and ocean-going trout by the use of toxic chemicals in their products the lawsuit filed in the u.s district court if san francisco alleges the tire makers violated the Endangered Species Act through the discharge of 6-PPD-9, a chemical derived from a, a preservative that helps tires last longer. Uh, the chemical has been linked to mortality in coho salmon. Um, and, and you want to know if we think that this is kind of a rigged deal? where? Well, I'm just not sure. I mean, I would like to know it said that there are uh i was thinking it was like 12 fishing groups i know but why are the fishing group i don't get it because the rest of the state is going after companies. like uh they're suing oil and electricity and plastic makers and they're trying to get money out of them saying that they're you know polluting the environment so yeah, I'm surprised I, the group of fishermen came out. It was funny. I, I, I'm curious. I'm curious if this is an actual fishing group or if this is a uh, the the group is the Pacific Coast Federation of Fishermen's Association and the Institute for Fisheries Resources. Now, to me, as an angler, if I were to put together a group of anglers having done this for many decades now. I don't know that those names are something I would come up with yeah. or or maybe they're governmental linked, backed, produced 
groups. You know what I'm saying? Well, Does and this that, make and, sense? You know, and a lot of times too, you'll see that hey, you got to have these, three members sign up, and you're that you'll see that there'll be an organization that'll, or there'll be somebody to run out and and coin a phrase and an organizational name. Yeah, and it'll be them and their you know cousin, right? Or their friends, and, right? Uh, so and, I would like to know how many. People are in the Pacific Coast Federation of Fishermen's Association and the Institute for Fisheries Re uh, Resources um, group. How many people are, are paying their their membership fees if they have a magazine or a newsletter that goes out, you know, monthly, quarterly, what that looks like? Where are their funds other than, uh, you know, the... Uh, lawsuit where where their funds have gone to help you know, protect one of the, fisheries i want to know the history of this group and and uh and how prolific it is that well, that and, was and, my question and why i didn't trust necessarily what's going on but i'll research it a little bit and see if i can find some and and but we do support because there has been the environmental environmental uh gr groups who fought for better water um, better land and those kind of things. So it's not that you're you're saying you it's not that you don't support them, but you want to know who it is. That so it's not just some fril frivolous money grab. Well, and I want to know what kind of problem this is too. Like they have some numbers that are all rounded out. The study found forty percent, ninety percent. You know exact numbers. Uh, and it talks of about the eighties and nineties. Have... It doesn't talk. I mean, eighties and nineties. That's sixties, eighties, and nineties. That's a long time ago to have these studies done. So I would like some current information and to know where that came from as well. Altrua Healthshare. Finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altrua Healthshare, they're a five hundred one c three organization. It's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs that you can find there. Let me tell you, I protect my family with Altrua HealthShare, and I would not do it any other way. I, I, it's just the way I do it. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account, and eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. I literally save thousands and thousands of dollars by using Altria HealthShare. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altria HealthShare, where we care for one another. News of the weird coming up next. If it hadn't got weird enough, it will. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor show in Texas right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays and, and uh, or 24-7-365 at the Outdoor Zone dot com beefsteak is here to give a shout out to sun automotive on uh you know saturday yesterday was veterans day and friday 
KLBJ did a great big uh, fundraising event for Honor Flight for veterans, and Sun Automotive was part of it. They were one of the locations. So we just want to thank them for that because, you know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic or a company that you trust. We use our friends over at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Want to know where to go? Well, I visit them over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Find all their locations at their website, sunautoservice.com. I go and I sign up on their Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go sign up, sunautoservice.com. This is why I don't, uh, referring back to the previous segment where we talked about this group that's suing the the, uh, fishing the, the tire companies, the group that's suing the tire companies, and I didn't trust them. Well, you look on the their website and their about page, the Pacific Coast Federation of Fishermen's Associations is an umbre- umbrella group made up of diverse commercial fishing associations along the West Coast. Uh, in, uh, a federation of many different port and fishermen's marketing associations and members spanning from San Diego to Alaska. It's a bottom up organization rather than top down. Hmm. What's that fl- famous slogan come from? We're going to build this Bidenomics for the bottom up, <laughs> not from the top down, but from the bottom up. How many times and we're going to use that? over and over and over. This is why I don't trust any of this crap. This they're is a marketing company, right? They're a it's marketing what, company. Yeah. It says it right here. It's an, a, a group of marketing companies. This is just crap. I wonder if crap. they're a, I wonder if they're a, um, it's jump one C organization of some kind, some, Oh, I'm sure they non-profit. can get that. No problem. They can get that. This is a funnel for Pelosi's money that's all it is all right sorry (laughs) carry on all right now it's time for our news of the weird huh wild weird strange and crazy things can happen in the outdoors we seek them out and bring them to you each and every week it's time for the outdoor zones outdoor news of the weird so um one of the things that you that we know about that happens is um if if you're an idiot and you go close to say a bison oh well that's bison, me i'll listen bison. i'll listen closely yeah everybody's tuning in now <laughs> if you're an idiot oh, oh he's talking about me <laughs> if um well what i mean is there's a lot of people who don't take wild animals seriously and they'll go and they'll think, hey, that bison, I'll go over there and take my picture, and, that, and then they'll get stomped. And uh, there's a there's a news release that it, it was sad, but it again, it, it highlights that these are wild animals out there, folks. Arizona woman dies after elk tramples her 
in backyard the first fatal attack by of an elk in their recorded history in Arizona an Arizona woman died a week after an elk apparently trampled her at her home at what the wildlife officials believe the first fatal elk attack in the state's history the woman's husband found her on the ground in the backyard of their home husband called 911 the woman whose name was not released died eight days after the elk encounter wildlife officials said that though they were no witnesses to the attack the woman's husband said her injuries were consistent with being trampled by an elk and he found a bucket of spilled corn in the yard (laughs) and officials also noticed multiple elk tracks in the couple's yard that's that's hard to the bucket of corn is what did it in that sounds like well and she was then they them, found right? then they found some wooden carved elk hoof <laughs> with leather straps and shoelaces in the garage wow. suspicious yeah why did it take him so long to find his wife by the way um and i'm not oh trying to make gosh. a lie i'm Y'all not trying, but you know I, you we've heard those elk play uh, i don't know I don't is know. it is it so, but remember there, uh, Cody, you know, that, uh, in the, uh, exotic wildlife, there's been guys who've been killed, um, in transport and trapping of those. And there's people who have, there was a lady who was raised a, a, a deer up and it was a young buck. And then it, she had it for like two years in her backyard or something. And nobody really knew about it. And then it, grew antlers and then uh one fall it just went nuts and stuck her with its antlers this is a whole different that's purposeful and they get what they you know they they get what they get it's a wild but this is different this is where people are going and feeding right feeding and game in order to go cutesy pootsy you know and throwing out ands of corn and that's what they do with bears or bison. Or I do that. Or, I throw out handfuls of corn. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the. <laughs> I wonder if it could be like the the scenario that um, a guy told me when we got when we got longhorns is he said don't don't get them so domesticated that they'll just walk right up to you and you can pet them. Don't do that. And I was like, well, man, it seems like they'd be a lot easier to handle and deal with if you could get them like that. And he said, yeah, but the problem is if they got a fly that lands on their back end and they go to swat it with their horn, that horn swings around and now it's 40 inches long. The other horn swings around and it's 40 inches long and it'll knock you out so fast. They don't give you a warning. They don't say, hey, I'm about to swat that fly. You might want to duck. And then their their horn, you know, smokes you and knocks you out. And it's happened time and time again. It could have been something as simple as that, you know. She's got all these elk she's hand feeding. And she can walk up to her or get near or whatever. And he just kind of twi- yeah, twists his trampled, head. Yeah, but this is trampled, trampled. Well, and he, and he wasn't well, probably. Then the, but then the, then, the, then the can, you know, makes that rattling noise after she and... falls on her feet and gets thrown to, to the ground. And they're like, oh. 
and they get all they excited because stumbling it's the on her shaking and they can't sound. get their feet they can't get their feet right and they start it i'm just making up the scenario i'm just trying to you know come up fill in with the gaps. ideas and and yeah. the husband's watching through the uh, binoculars in the Oh, just kidding. I'm sorry about no, that. No, he wasn't no, even there. No, you know, it is interesting. My Yesterday morning, uh, probably about 4 o'clock in the morning, we were woken to, uh, man, just screaming, coyotes screaming. I mean, a whole pack, just right by Ooh, our They got fence. themselves a little feral cat, did they? And my wife says, I can't unhear that. I can't go back to sleep. I, I could hear that little deer, and it was screaming. Screaming. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I don't know if that was a little deer screaming. I I don't I think that's a coyote when they're going, Yeah, high five, look, I got something. And that's what I think the screaming and high pitched is. Where they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been woken I've been woken at my house one time by coyotes. I mean, where it's so close and so loud, like you're saying, that it was like it woke me up and went. I it went. It was like a, an ambulance. It sounded like yeah. four or five ambulances in the back. A- ambulances yeah. in the background. Yeah. You need to get a predator permit and snipe some of them bad boys off from your hot tub. Did I tell you that a guy called in <laughs> about? Uh, he called into uh, KOZ headquarters, Kids Outdoor Zone, you know, Outdoor Adventure Ministry for Boys, eight day team. And uh, he wanted information on joining a group. It got back to me, and it was a guy named Ben Peterson, and he lived in my neighborhood growing up, two houses down from John Pickens, our friend. And um, Get out of here. Yeah. And so I started explaining, you know, hey, we're down here. Ben he goes, Peterson. He goes, wait a thank minute. Thank you for your business. You live, you live <laughs> in that neighborhood? Yeah, I live right by the pool. Oh, are you the guy that built that great big fence? To hide your boat? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And he said, and you're the guy that put up a deer feeder in the back on the green belt, right? <laughs> and I was like, my legacy continues. Yes. Uh, he said, I grew up in high school. I went to school and, and grew up there. And uh, yes, I remember you. And you're I used to hunt your deer feeder. <laughs> As a child, I hunted your feeder. Thank I said, you. that's not a deer feeder. That's a wildlife viewing center. That I set up. Yes. Uh-huh. In the neighborhood. We but, like to view them on the ground. <laughs> but, you know, of course, that is view one thing. better with a 6.5 Creedmoor lead <laughs> tablet inserted and strategically. We, and we all know the story. We don't have time for it. But, you know, about the Chihuahua being eaten by coyotes back there and finding it. So I find, yes, I've got uh, coyotes on the camera closest to the farm house now. So yeah, while we were gone, you were getting pictures of mm-hmm. coyotes running by and yeah, they Waving. it's funny. It's funny that there'll be a coyote or two or, you know, that get on this little path that they run for a couple of days and then they get, and then they'll move and they, you won't see them for a while. This one had an anvil that he was running by with an anvil <laughs> And he lit a fuse yeah. on the back. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Anyways. Hey, uh, factory mattress. So Mrs. Graney and I got home after this marathon. Oh, my run. goodness. Mattress. We finally, we just went in and just, man, just went out. 
on our factory mattress. And I'll that, tell you what. You slept. Let's just. We slept like. Let's not yes. make this weird or anything. You it slept was very so, well so on your factory good. mattress. Yes, but went yeah, straight we, to sleep. And we just got this factory mattress. Um, in Is researching a new mattress keeping you up at night? Uh, here's a quote. I spent hours reading news, reading reviews before I walked into factory mattress, knowing exactly what I wanted, or so I thought. After using their right fit sleep mapping techno technology, I got a mattress especially designed for my needs and saved $600. Turned out mattress mattress shopping has gotten way more personal than i thought shop smarter not harder with science-backed sleep solutions at factory mattress don't miss the pre-black friday sale going on now with 50 percent off tempur-pedic floor models factory mattress makes it easy to save money and you're back with free delivery setup and removal plus save 700 and get a free adjustable base on select premium mattress sets get the right bed now during a, the pre black friday sale going on now at factory mattress where we have sleep down to a science find everything you need to know about factory mattress at factory mattress texas.com factory mattress texas.com game warden field notes coming up it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 you can find us at the outdoor zone.com Welcome back, regulators, here in the bunkhouse, the outdoor zone. We're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. Track everything about The Outdoor Zone at theoutdoorzone.com. Keystone Bank, experience the value of community banking where local matters. This is the bank of choice for the Outdoor Zone, boys. Come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy local relationship-based service that sets us apart. That means you know who your banker is when you're taking out your loan, moving your money around. You know who you're dealing with. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. Well, of course, I can be traveling anywhere and do my banking. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. There's 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to their website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank for all their information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our game warden. Field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. A 
A search and rescue operation comes to an end after an, after authorities discovered the body of missing Colorado hiker Rich Moore of Pagosa Springs. Rescuers also discovered Finney, Moore's Jack Russell Terrier, alongside her owner. Miraculously, the faithful dog was still alive. The Archula County Sheriff's Office reported the discovery of Rich's, Rich Moore's body in the remote mountain area this week, ending a nearly two-month search for the missing Colorado hiker. Officials recovered the body of the 71-year-old nearly seven weeks after he, he first went missing, according to officials. Moore's dog remained by his side. Against all odds, the loyal canine managed to survive. Moore and his Jack Russell Terrier were first reported missing after they failed to return from the hike up Blackhead Peak, a 12,500-foot mountain located east of Pagosa Springs. On August 19th, as per the Denver Gazette, a local hunter discovered the body of the missing Colorado hiker on October 30th in the lower Blanco drainage basin. Hmm. His dog came was in. There. They came in to airlift him out and to their, the body out and to their shocking surprise, the dog was still there with them, somehow survived that. The dog's been taken and given to the family members, but unbelievable that dog survived everything that was the mountains and true to its owner. Yeah, that's wild. Maybe he survived right? on yeah. his owner, by his owner. Well, well, they they, I would go into the way that goes down and what they eat first. Yeah, when dogs are stuck inside a house, you know, I saw that's a ugh. you know, but I mean, I it's a survival a thing, bull, right? I saw a pit bull attack a dog on my run last week before i went on my trip i was running with my dog and dave my running buddy and we were running our normal routine and a pit bull ran out checked out my dog hinge turned around started walking off another dog from the neighborhood came up and that bull, pit bull clamped down on him and was choking him out the owner came out pulled him off the pit bull's owner or the other dog's owner? Pit bull's owner came yeah. out, pulled him off. He wouldn't listen to a command. He had to pull him off, and that other dog limped away. But that pit bull was on kill mode, had him around the neck, held down. He wasn't going nowhere. It was kill mode. That's what they do. So you won't believe this story. I was out picking up something from uh, with my trailer from a neighborhood uh no, no firewood <laughs> uh, hey more firewood they had a huge you just emptied i know your i know garage it's like a like a pit bull that gets out gets on the hunt or on the clamps down anyways talking to this guy he was one of those examiners the medical examiners and we got to talking about this subject. what were you first wait 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 <laughs> what how does it get into that up? conversation what were you picking up from the neighborhood app um with your big trailer uh something my uh okay so it's a big lounge uh like movie theater lounge seats that are electric that go up and down 
And uh, oh, you got movie chairs? Yeah, yeah. And so we're converting. Jeez, he was 6. converting. Five Creed more. <laughs> he was movie converting his a movie room. He was what converting happened? his movie room to How a. How do you know uh, a guy a wins the lottery oh, without him telling you he won the lottery? <laughs> That's right. He gets a movie room. Anyway, seeing signs. He was a medical examiner and started talking. We start start. We actually talked about this subject. He said, "You wouldn't believe it, but the lap dogs, like the little lap dogs and the chihuahuas, go after their owners first. They don't. They aren't dead very long before they start chomping. And little dogs. Little dogs. And he said, the ones that are the most loyal that won't do it. I mean, have to almost." be uh starved i mean just like on death's bed are labradors they is that don't... why you got these chairs chairs <laughs> that elevate you away somebody, from your somebody somebody passed away and so this guy knows a lot about what the dog goes after that's right hey there's a there's an ear in this <laughs> yeah. cup holder you might, but you might find some dog hair and they're they're animals man i mean you know this one you know, you gotta. They don't say anything about it, but how does a dog survive? No, and you know what? And and you know what? It's it's better not to say something. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I mean, the loyalty of that dog. But I've heard that with feral cats, they're the ones. They'll turn on you in a second. Owners, if you yeah, stop they breathing, eat their owners. If you start breathing because of your, uh, you know, you, at night. <laughs> They'd probably jump on you, you know, sleep apnea. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> hey, sleep apnea. Oh, oh, s- meow. Sorry, owner. Meow. <laughs> I was going to eat you, but, uh, I realized that, uh, yeah. Okay. I'll go back over here and sit on your dresser and Just watch stare you. at you all night long. Yeah. Like a, a rattlesnake, a rattlesnake's tail, you know, it's kind of a warning mechanism. That's what a, a cat's purr is. Yeah. It's like the rattlesnake tail. <laughs> I'm watching you. It's actually what it is. <laughs> you stop breathing. Hey, so we uh we went on this trip that we were on this week. We rented a huge Airbnb uh uh not Airbnb, what's the other one? Uh Right. VR VRBO or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh and it was it was so eclectic. It was these yeah, people was. had like like nine degrees and literature and all this other stuff. It was, it was very nice. I thought it was, you know, it was clean and everything was good. Cleanish. Uh, cleanish, cleanish, but it was, it was cool. We had a, they had a tennis court, swimming pool, <laughs> movie stars, um, cement pond. But it, it was 10 acres rolled, rolled down the hills to all the leaves on the trees were in Georgia were changing colors. And wow. But it was a it was an interesting place. They had Google, uh, Google Sound, Google whatever it is, Google Life, mm-hmm. uh, control little round control things in there, and I was just like, I wonder how much of what we're doing is being listened to or recorded. All of it, all of it, at all times. It's Big Brother, bro. Yeah, we're it had a ring, a doorbell. Nineteen eighty six. It's twenty 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 whatever three they're 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 listening to everything hey we're gonna take a break <laughs> we're gonna get some more tinfoil to wrap on these hats you get it only one place it's the outdoor zone some of your favorite segments up next don't go anywhere 24 7 365 you can find us at the outdoor zone 
Dhaka. Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone every Sunday morning, live on 102.7 FM, the ESPN in Austin, Texas, or 24-7, 365 as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home with you. And uh, my name is TJ Graney, and the bunkhouse is Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. Beefsteak Disco, owner of the <laughs> last Ronco Pocket Fisherman ever found on the backyard <laughs> backyard Net. app where you go and find anything and everything hey uh this segment of the show is brought to us to you by our friends over at mcbride's guns mcbride's guns family owned and operated local full service firearm dealership right here in austin texas whether you're looking for a new rifle shotgun personal carrier special order firearm the staff at mcbride's can help you need a gunsmith mcbrides has one on staff looking for your personal carrier referral for a class one place mcbrides guns you'll find them in the same place they've been for years the corner of 30th and lamar or you can call them at 512-472-3532 or just go online at mcbridesguns.com mcbrides guns they're our hometown gun shop and if so go ahead i'm sorry and if you I was going to say, and if you want to, uh, I can help you out now, figure out your ballistic calculator on the ammo that you're using and the drop and the MRADs that you have to dial in at the different, all the way up to a thousand yards. Just. Um, okay. That'll be great. I'll look forward to that. Um, so one of the things that. Uh, and that a we... new outfit to match. <laughs> oh, Okay. And a place to get your hair done before you oh, go hunting on man. that next hunting trip. Some nice suede Birkenstocks. Uh, so one of the things that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, one of the big deer in my 
neighborhood out by the farm got smashed by somebody and sure it just wrecked their car because we found pieces even their license plate was still there Hmm. um and found the buck and had conversations and we've had conversations about what you can do in texas when you find a deer can you even touch it and move it out of the roadway can you do anything with it and then then we started getting emails and texts from all around the country uh from people who are like well this is what we do and this is what we do and so I thought I'd run through a couple of these and then we'd talk about what you can do in Texas and try and figure out why it's that way in Texas. Colorado road roadkill scavengers must get a permit in person from CPW office to legally acquire the animal carcass. So some sheriffs and state patrol officers will have them and you can call them and get them. But you go in advance and you get a roadkill permit. And then from there, you just figure out whether you're going to make a s- stew or a casserole. Isn't and, Mor- uh, Mor- Morgan from Wild uh, Wild at Heart, right? He's got one yeah, of those. Yeah, that's one of the things that he does. They listen to, uh, and then they, every, it's funny because he was telling me that uh, that there'll be people listening to the, police radio or whatever Scanners. and they'll hear about one mm-hmm. and people will rush over there and the first one there went first it's, one like, there that's illegal right no to no. listen to a police scanner no not any minnesota any minnesota resident may claim a roadkill animal by contacting a law enforcement officer an authorization permit will be issued allowing the individual to lawfully possess the deer if the deer is struck but not killed by a vehicle Keep a distance as deer may recover and move on. So Louisiana. So this one, oh, you think ah, you kill it. If it if it even looks like it might be wounded, you eat that thing. Come down. Come on. If you have to obtain a salvage, uh, let's see, first you have to obtain a salvage tag from the Department of Natural Resources. So you get it in advance. This requires you to fill out a simple form. Then you either have to inform the Department of Natural Resources or local law enforcement of your intent to keep the deer. You can do this by calling them directly or contacting them online. So is part of the process checking out, checking what kind of bumper you have (laughs) on your vehicle? (laughs) You have to get, you have to. Hey, if you're, if you're that good, you, you. that's like having a, a Creedmoor 3.5. 6.5. And no, a 3.5, because it's a lot harder to shoot. <laughs> to hit a deer with the with your bumper intentionally. You know that? Uh, you got to wonder, though, in Texas, why, why that is the case, where you can, you, you, if you hit a deer, you can't do it. You don't have well, the option. And here then, in Texas, here in Texas, I, I'm not allowed to say East Texas because I had a buddy text me after last week's show and said, "White, dude, I'm from East Texas, and if you keep bashing, I, bashing, I'm me, gonna come down I, there. And, I'm done. I'm, I'm done gonna with come the down show. And, and illegally poach you. Foot on you. <laughs> so I'll say certain parts of Texas, 
that this may or may not be a eastward bound yes. between oh i don't know <laughs> central and the middle beaches. and to the right if you're looking at a map in between louisiana and uh yeah austin or the hill country so it says here the simple answer in texas the simple can you keep the deer the simple answer is no there's a statute in the state of texas that says texas parks and wildlife department can donate animals killed accidentally by vehicles to group homes orphanages and other places in need of food but typically the state law says that let it lay if you want the deer most of the time game wardens will let you have it so you can call your game warden and talk to him about it. You can't. You. Uh, it says here, if you would like to file an accident report, you can contact the local game wardens in your particular county or contact the local, local sheriff's office. Uh, you document it for your insurance. It, it goes through this whole thing. This article I read had, goes through this whole thing about taking photos for your insurance. And I even hold... Uh, I was telling Cody this, or maybe it was you, Beef, when I was saying how you claim it to your insurance company, whether the deer hit you or you hit the deer, mm-hmm. makes a difference on your claim. Your deductible, whether it's a collision or it mm-hmm. was something where it hit you. Right. So we're we're not legal experts and we cannot give you that information, but just in case you're thinking about that or this happens, because it happens right now a whole bunch. So and, the interesting part is don't take the deer and then ask permission from the game. You must. He's going to come give you first. a ticket, and we know about that, by the yeah. way. And it's a $300 ticket. That's and, right. Uh, and so you do don't want to do that. that. We don't know about it. <laughs> we are, weren't a part of that. <laughs> we? I, well, yes, that's another story. The four of us here were not a part of that, although we may have witnessed certain elements of it, beefsteak disco. Um, <laughs> you know what? I want to tell you, as a, hunter's, as a hunter ed instructor, I read the whole book. All right. And I always wondered about why don't they let you do it? I mean, what is it about Texas? Why won't? And then I read a law that's in the Texas uh, handbook that says, you cannot put a strap of cable between two vehicles and drive through a field in order to take wildlife. And I thought, why do you make it? That, that had to be there. The only reason that's that in there like is because somebody the, did it. Now they're like, oh, we got to make a law against this. <laughs> you got to trust that other driver. <clears throat> no, that's East you know Texas I mean? stuff you right there. got to check that field for stumps. They said not over East Texas. East We're Texas. not allowed to <laughs> talk about East my buddies in East Texas. Can you imagine, though, why a specific rule like that? To hook a cable or a chain between two vehicles and you can't drive through a field. I mean, come well, Now on. we're just giving ideas. They call, they call that the beefsteak law. Um, so, but <laughs> my, my kind of my, my takeaway, kind of my takeaway for this is, is you should be friends with your game warden or at least know a game warden that you can text or call or get in touch with because, or, or your, your County Sheriff apparently can help you can release the carcass to you. Should you want it? But if you get caught cutting the antlers off or doing anything, even move, you, you can move it out of the road. You are allowed to move it out of the road. But, but if it. you get caught doing anything in Texas, 
you have to get permission in advance, but you can because I have. So and you can get your radiator fixed at our friend's <laughs> Sun Auto Service if no. you so happen to hit a deer as well, well we, right? Yes, of course. And we love our we love the game wardens. We love uh, our you know sheriffs and all those guys out there. We love to support first responders, but we also love Sun Auto because they. We're supporting the veterans on Veterans Day with the Honor Flight raising money for it. So we want to give a shout out to them. And so, you know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. And where do you want to take it? Someone that supports the veterans or someone that doesn't? And so it's someone we can trust. So we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. That's older than you, Cody Ryan. And when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Mine happens to be 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620 uh, you could go to sunautoservice.com to find all the locations around the country. But I follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. Coming up, we've got your Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, and more. I want to tell you how many bumpers we saw on the way back from Georgia. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone Live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My grandma's old age pension is the reason why I'm standing here today. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. All right, welcome back, regulators. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central or 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't wait. Nobody does Black Friday savings like now Maxwell Supercenter. Get the biggest savings, the deal of a lifetime, and our best pricing happening right now. We're taking thousands off MSRP on every brand new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram on the lot. How about a 24 Ram crew cab 4x4 with over 15000 in total savings? How about a 23 Ram crew cab 4x4 Lone Star? A 23 Jeep Gladiator Rubicon with over 12000 in total savings. Drive home for the holidays for less. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Now it's time for our PETA report. Thank <laughs> you. 
They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. <laughs> we still so, got to do that. We still got to do that bumper sticker, man. Still got to do it. Oops. Oops is the term the the only way to explain this one <laughs> heads rolled on this one I, I i just the only way to explain this one is just tell the story hundreds of pocket pets from california like california likely ended up as reptile food in arizona animal welfare officials officials uncovered information that suggests hundreds of small animals met a grisly fate after they mysteriously vanished in Arizona. About 250 pocket pets, guinea pigs, rats, mice, hamsters, rabbits, likely ended up in the hands of a reptile dealer outside Phoenix in Maricopa County. Humane Society of Southern Arizona Board of Directors Chairperson Robert Garcia said in a Thursday, November 9th news conference, facing overcrowding at the San Diego Humane Society, facing overcrowding, the San Diego Humane Society transferred the animals to its counterpart in Tucson, Arizona on, Octo on August 7th for the express purpose of finding these animals permanent homes yeah we'll find them permanent. Um, i think they did didn't yeah, they mcclatchy news previously reported after that the pocket pets vanished without a trace the Oops. southern arizona humane society eventually discovered the animals had ended up with the reptile breeder who with a reptile breeder who asked for help pros processing a large number of, number of guinea pigs and rabbits for food for an upcoming reptile-related show in a text message sent out about a day after receiving the pocket pets. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oops. Oh, my. Well, it goes on. It goes on and on and on well, about they... how mad they are. And, you know, and guess what? They're probably Why? going, well, well. They got I mean, used. they're probably going on. They're probably going, well, you know, at least we got those dang things. Those Somebody got paid. Someone got here. paid, man. Well, what about these reptiles? You want to keep them alive or do you want them to die? It's like you got to pick one. What do you get? You can't feed them lettuce. You know, some <laughs> of these, these reptiles aren't, aren't going to live on your vegan diet. Yeah. So, and the guy that runs the reptile farm said, I'm not answering any of your questions. As he shouldn't. He's just going to be harassed now. Speaking of California on our drive, I, uh, I do have You're to say hypocrites. I, I, it's disgusting. Uh, oh, you, is you going to so, tell him? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Well, we, so we rented or TJ rented two minivans, right. For us to drive to Georgia and back. We were there. And, uh, by the way, my sister-in-law shout out to her, uh, for telling us to rent through Costco. Oh Yeah. Because yeah. we saved like tons of money on a rental car doing it, those minivans. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I sorry. And we didn't, they're not a sponsor of ours, but maybe they should be. Call us Costco. <laughs> we'll do better than that. But they, uh, one of the vans that I was instructed was going to be the one that I would operate for my uh, crew. 
was going had a California license plate. Oh, I'm from Texas, man. I'm like sixth generation Texan, fifth generation. I don't know. We hadn't figured it out. Uh, and I wasn't going to drive across the southern United States with a California license plate to be treated the way, you know, that you would treat a California license plate in the south when I'm really from Texas. Did Not you that ask I would treat for, a license. Did I you ask treat for a, a different license. vehicle? No, I just made a sign for the back of our vehicle. <laughs> and it's intact and in place. Like I would I was serious. I wasn't gonna leave. I wasn't gonna drive he that did. van. He did. And, what uh, did it say? Well it just said it just said it's a rental and it had an arrow pointing to the license plate and then that big and then it said love Texas. So and a um, big red heart and Texas on there. Oh, so it's yeah. like I bet don't you got a lot of thumbs me. up, didn't you? You probably I don't know. There's a lot of people flashing, flashing, but I don't know if that was because I was cutting them off or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You got to remember the way he drives. He had, I had to keep reminding him as his co-pilot, uh, you got other people following you, please, uh, maintain a semi. So he's the guy that steady. speeds up in a yellow light and goes through. No, no, he drives a dually pulling a 24-foot bass boat at 90 miles an hour across the country. I mean, That's not true. 90 miles an hour is excessive. Whatever the speed I'm limit is. 85. Whatever the speed limit is. Plus. plus. <laughs> yeah. A 5% limit plus. plus. Yes. And we won't, we won't talk about the. But anyway, that was funny. And it was. Uh, and it was interesting, you know, in the armed citizen report, I, I'm hyper vigilant about, um, about protecting and driving all night long and stopping for fuel and stuff. We couldn't stop at a Bucky's every time, but we, um, we stopped and Bucky's you too can and support we the show. We <laughs> took turns, uh, standing outside the vans, keeping watch on everybody coming in and out and. Uh, everybody in my family, I think licensed. half the weight probably consisted in the vehicles consisted of ammunition of some sort. <laughs> so you're the guys yeah, that have... we didn't, we didn't talk about our personal protection means. So everybody, you know, you're, everybody knows everybody a, brought their you're, own. You're the guys that have the two minivans parked on the side of the road with red lights behind it. And there's all these firearms on the hood. Right there, they're cleaning out. <laughs> the kids are in the back, zip tied over to the side of the road, and oh my gosh, no, no. dude, we who do just you think fine. we are? We high five. It was I put I put a, a a thing on the back of our van so they knew we weren't from California, so we're good. Oh, they wouldn't pull you over. We rolled, then. baby. Okay. Yeah, they, it, let them know. Hey, this is a van full of uh, carry personal carry folks Texans. they're good if we need them texan anything goes down let's make sure we know where these guys are because we're gonna need them if we, so we had went. if we had um bumper stickers from the show like like that you know the armed citizen report or whatever yeah. we could slap it on rental vehicles that we use i like it i like it hey the other thing i was going to mention about our trip and i kind of kind of mentioned it earlier was it, tj i think you had stepped away for a second but uh, how many bumpers we counted on a, this like plastic bumpers on the side of the road? Yeah, I like think the it was, huge, like the whole bumper of a car. 
Yeah. You know, they're all plastic nowadays, mm-hmm. a lot like little cars and stuff. Well, we counted, I think on the way back, we were at like six full bumpers or something like that laying on the side of the road. And I just thought how interesting, you know, you see that, but I mean, who collects these bumpers? What, there's got to be like a, there's got to be like a guy that can collect them and like, you know, touch them, touch the paint back up and like resale. Come there's on. a whole market there. You just drive 10 and you probably make a full-time living. 1999 Hyundai, greenish blue. And so, and one last thing, and <laughs> I, I, I know blue. you, uh, we were dropping off the vans last night at the Austin airport and we were waiting in the pickup area and there was a giant guy there that was drunk and he was cussing and acting a fool and, uh, and it was right next to where Mrs. Granny and I were standing. And so she circled around behind and went and got the, the police. And, uh, and I stood there cause there were some ladies right there. And it's like, I'm going to have to stand between these ladies and this fool. And Lord, I just pray this doesn't go South. No, it's going to be a mess. And I don't want to end my evening that way. But anyway, all right. Hey, let's take a break. Before that, I want to tell you about our true health share, finding affordable, top quality healthcare options. You know, that can be tricky for the sportsmen and entrepreneurs, those of us who are self-employed, but our true health share, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. I'm required to tell you our true health share is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and those skyrocketing costs. Let me tell you, I protect my family with our true health share. And we literally save, I tell you every week, we save thousands of dollars a year. And I've never felt better about this option. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Check out Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. Armed Citizens Report coming up next. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. Here's a notice to the antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week. Online at theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, Keystone Bank, our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team over there operate right here in the Austin, Texas area. Uh, Keystone Bank's operated by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. That's why we love banking with them because we know who we're talking to when we're doing our banking. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. That's right. You can do all your banking online wherever you are, at home or while you're traveling. To learn more or get started with the Keystone account, visit one of their locations in person. There's 11,500 BKs Road in West Austin. Five up. 500, <laughs> sorry, choked up. 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. 
Go to their website, keystone.bank, for all the details. Keystonebank.com for all the details. Keystone Bank. No, keystone.bank. Keystone.bank for all their details. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, my gosh. You don't hear this from your liberal media around the country. Okay, so you gather your precious little family together, grandparents and all, and you head to the pizza shop for a fun night out. Doesn't that sound like just, let's go to the pizza shop, everybody get together, we're just going to go down there, we'll eat pizza. Kids can play the claw machine, and and Uncle Cody, Uncle Rye can teach them how to play the claw machine, we'll spend $10 on that. And uh, That's right. I'm Uncle Rye by the way. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, an armed robbery attempt at George's Pizza in Philadelphia, Frankfurt area ended with one assailant dead. Two armed individuals stormed into the pizza shop on Oxford Avenue around 8 p.m. During the event, one robber was fatally shot multiple times and died at 8.30 p.m. The second robber escaped on foot. Authorities found two firearms at the site. No bystanders were harmed. That's good. So you're saying that you just, man, you keep, you're not. A good guy, a good guy with a gun. Weren't there two of them? Once again, protects. Why carry at home? Man shot and killed after home invaded by three armed men, Tampa, Florida. A home invasion in Tampa resulted in fatal shooting of a man in his late 20s early on Saturday morning responding to a call around 1.47 a.m. Tampa police discovered the victim at a residence in North Dexter Avenue. Despite being rushed to the hospital, he succumbed to his injury. The incident occurred when three men broke into a man's house demanding money and shot him multiple times before fleeing. Authorities are seeking to identify the suspects well here you go they're gone (laughs) they're not there about this you want a reason to move to new york city you want a reason to move there i give you a reason to not move there i give you a reason to not move there uh there was a woman attacked in new york city a man basically the cliff notes is a man uh fired a couple warning shots at the guy attacking the woman on the subway. A couple warning yeah. shots. Didn't didn't shoot the guy. Didn't harm anything. Shot a couple warning shots. Scared the guy away. The woman went unattacked or, you know, was left alone at that point. Wasn't now killed. The, now the woman involved in the attack says it's scary to think that people are carrying guns around New York City. And she wishes, wrote, which is the guy's last name, didn't use the gun. Of course, I'm happy that the man tried to help me and that nobody was injured during this incident, but it's scary to think people are carrying guns around the city. She's so oblivious to reality. The person that was attacking her had a long, long list of of being violent. And what would happen to her? 
I understand why people do it, she says. They see their it's as their only means of protection. In this case, the man risked a lot to protect me, his safety, and the safety of other people on the platform. I don't understand what that means. I guess maybe subway where they were. Platform. They were at the subway. They were waiting on, oh, on the yeah, subway yeah, in yeah. New York. Yes, I do think he's a hero, but I don't know. I would likely think him as a bigger hero if he tried to help me without a gun. In my eyes, the gun is a little extreme. Oh, so you want to go back to that Sergeant Penny oh, who wait. choked out that guy on the subway, right? And uh, he wouldn't stop, and he kept choking him out. He was a Marine, right, back and, and trying to protect him, and he gets the book thrown at him. This guy that uh, pulled out a gun and just shot on the ground, yeah, on the ground rounds. or yep. two rounds at the ground to scare that guy away. Yeah, he got cuffed and taken to jail. He sure did. Which, which we've talked about as armed citizens may happen until they figure out what happened and what's going on and all of that. That may happen if you shoot somebody. Um, But I don't know what's going to happen to this guy. I mean, But in, sitting... in that incident, he was taken away and he was from out of town and they said he can't post bail and pull him out for seven to 10 days and he can't go back. Although the guy that was attacking is already out. On, on, it's already been released. Can you imagine that? What kind of reverse psychology? Who would is want that? to live in a place like that? I mean, that is the epitome of absolute clownville. That's disgusting. Clownville. I like that. I don't know how else to I don't know how else to explain it. I mean, it's disgusting that that the it's disgusting the that the world hero. is turned. Yeah. Yeah, the, the hero, hero in the story would have been a bigger hero from the words of the woman that was protected from attacking and should have let her get attacked now you're going to start seeing in these that's areas that's what's going to happen is where people these are men just gonna... these alpha males are going to have to to save their set themselves and protect their family because now who knows this guy has a family has kids at home has a job all of these things are now affected because he chose to step in the gap and protect your ass and now he's locked away, and you're saying it could have been he could have been a bigger hero. Well, guess what? Next you time, selfish, gonna... you selfish, disgusting human to even have the audacity to say such a thing just disgust me beyond belief. You are a disgusting human being. This man stepped in between to protect you. And you have the audacity to say that. You are so lost in your life. You are so lost in your brain. I hope I never encounter a person like you because you are you are a disgusting, disgraceful human being to believe that a man stepped in to protect you and that he could have done it better. We, he could I have been sweeter about if it. If you go interview the people at the Philadelphia um, pizza shop, you think that's what they'd say? <laughs> well, I mean, no. how many people? They'd be like, How thank many God you protected my family. Thank you for doing that. Self-centered, when, when, nasty when the When the University of Texas sniper, the guy got up on top of the— Charles A. Whitman. Uh, 40 yeah. years ago, 50 years ago. Many, many, many years ago, he got up there, and he was killing students and people ago. 
walking in the in the courtyard below the tower. And you know what happened in that moment when they realized what was going on? There's like 20 guys ran to their trucks and got their deer rifles out. And they were keeping him at bay with their deer rifles while the police came up, went up from behind and, and took him out. Good guys with guns protected people. It, yeah. it, I, I don't, I can't put these, if you asked any one of us, any one of our wives about this situation, or if our wives were protected by a guy like that, I, I would be over there. I'd buy that guy. I'd be saying, you need to find you. A, I would be eternally indebted I would, to that man he would for protecting my family. Our wives, I would. Our wives would be lauding the masculine incredible bravery and i wouldn't blame my wife if she left me for that man <laughs> oh my god hey just kidding oh hey, wow uh tell me about fact that dude Masters. is a stud you know what we need to find out who he is yeah and and find out if there's like a GoFundMe or get we need to get the with, man out get the man but out. we need to do something because that dude's a let's hero. go and rent some minivans and drive up there with our bumper stickers. I don't think I'd be allowed in <laughs> New York City right now. I don't want to go up there because I'm afraid I'd be too masculine and I'd get yeah. thrown in jail for being a man. Oh, wow. that's right. And tell me uh, about factory sleep mattress. Sleep is a big part of that. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe I need to get some rest. I'm sorry. Sorry. I spent hours online reading reviews before I walked into factory mattress knowing exactly what I wanted or so I thought. After using the right fit sleep mapping technology, I got a mattress specifically designed for Mrs. Graney and I, and we saved 600 bucks. Turns out mattress shopping has gotten way more personal than I thought. Shop smarter, not harder with science-backed sleep solutions at Factory Mattress. Don't miss the pre-Black Friday sale going on now with 50% off Tempur-Pedic floor models. Factory Mattress makes it easy to save money and your back. With free delivery, setup, and removal, plus save $700 and get a free adjustable base on select premium mattress sets, get the right bed right now and the, the pre-Black Friday sale going on now at Factory Mattress, where we have sleep down to a science. FactoryMattressTexas.com. Find a location. FactoryMattressTexas.com. John wrote spotted returning home after posting bail. So, congratulations, John Wrote. Where's and, he? Uh, where's he? We'll from? figure that out. We'll figure yes. that out. More hey, to it's come. It's the Outdoor on Zone John. live at the bunkhouse, twenty four seven, three sixty five. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with the Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ Cody Ryan and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, and we are honored to be here with you, our listeners, our brethren, brothers and sisters of right and justice and the outdoors, hunting and fishing and everything in between. And, um, you know, we, we, uh, we talk about a whole lot of stuff during the show, and really, 
what you get when you listen to this show is just the same thing you get if we were sitting at deer camp together or if we're sitting out at the ranch or the farm together, sitting around a campfire somewhere or a, a creek bed somewhere. It's the same conversation you'd get there. And uh, we're just honored to be here with you each week. You can follow us 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can find all our own, all our personal uh, Facebook and Instagram or whatever any of that stuff is. You can track us on all that stuff there. And anything that you guys come up with, any topics, any events going on, let us know how we can help you with that. You can go to theoutdoorzone.com. You know, on that, TJ, I've been on light duty for the last month. And I was going to say that something I've noticed kind of from the outside in is I'm seeing a lot more people that are interested in outdoor activity or about protecting themselves or about getting in with, uh, you know, spiritually and want to know more about that. I think things are there's a group of people that are reaching out and trying to go. This isn't this ain't right. There's something going on that I don't agree with out here. And, you know, normal mainstream people are doing that now. They're searching, searching for answers to why are my kids being taught this? Why is the person not allowed to protect themselves? Why uh, there's got to be a better way and a better way to bring up kids. And there's got to be a I just see a lot of that searching from looking from the outside in and not being on the inside deep in it. And I'm, uh, I like that, that, that is, you know, encouraging to me and I will them out there, seek more, do that, find more opportunities to go out and find, there are people out there that are trying to accomplish all those things with their kids, with their church, spiritually, uh, get into the outdoors, relive what their grandpa and their great-grandpa, the kind of characters that they were, and bring that through to today's kids. And you're allowed to live differently now. You are. You know, the the thing that we we just, I mean, I pretty much, it's my mission, my life mission, or at least a big part of it, is to train up a, a remnant of that, uh, uh, train up the next generation on how to be a masculine man, a real man, a guy who can protect his family, who can change a tire if he gets a flat, who knows how to do things that a man can do. Because, it, I mean, who's who's going to want their daughter to marry a guy who can't protect her? Is that yeah. a uh, well <laughs> hypothetical question? <laughs> I uh, I got granddaughters, bunches of them. Yeah, you do. I I was watching a show yesterday, YouTube video, right? Of a it's one of those TV style YouTube. I don't know who does it or whatever, but it was a great. It just popped up as suggested and played, and it was a a caribou hunt in Alaska. And it was two dads and both their teenage kids. One of them had a boy and one of them had a girl. And they went on this eight-day caribou hunt. And they found this old logger's cabin. And they stayed in the old logger's cabin. They had canvas tent with them. But they were like, well, why would we have to 
why would we put up our canvas tent when we found this cabin? So they like cleaned up the cabin and, you know, spent, spent a day cleaning it up and setting up their camp. And they, they hunted, they fished, they caught fish out of the, out of the river right there and cleaned them and ate them and eight days in the Alaska tundra hunting caribou they all got their caribou and i'll tell you there was a wave of emotion just seeing the father and daughter you know the father and son like embracing each other in excitement of being tired and doing something hard i mean they were living there's you fly in you fly out there's no corner store there's no, no internet no internet there's no electricity nothing. and so yeah and so, uh, I mean, it was really cool. It could have been the lack of sleep or the, uh, you know, the, the increased emotions with no sleep for the last, you know, week or so for, for me, but it was really moving and awesome to watch that. And, and then brings into mind, there are a lot of boys and girls out there that won't have that opportunity and where KOZ Kids Outdoor Zone has a mission and a place for those men to step in in those areas. Not necessarily going caribou hunting. It doesn't have to be extreme and wild as as caribou hunting in Alaska to make a an impression like that made on that boy and that girl for that that week. So anyway, Amen. good job, men. Huh. So today, uh, this may be controversial for beefsteak to say. But uh, because of Veterans Day and honoring them, I'm going to make a statement. America, without her soldiers, would be like God without his angels. All right. I like it. This comes from 2 Corinthians 3.17. Sounds fitting. The Lord is a spirit. And where the Lord's spirit is, there is freedom. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. As long as I don't get canceled. Hey, thanks to all. And, and, and with that, thanks to our veterans and our first responders out there. We stand with you and we stand so proud of you. And, and don't let any of this take you down. We stand with you. There's a Amen. bunch of us who stand with you side by side. We back, we got your back. Hey, we're headed to church. Want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere, men. Lead your family well. Uh, get the kids outside. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds and the trees. Heck, take them hunting. Take them fishing. Take them on an eight-day caribou hunt. We don't care Amen. what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Uh, thanks to Jack, the ranch hand that gets here early and gets things done for us. Amen. Praise Jesus. Oh yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't do it without you, Jack. Ooh. Hey, uh, and if you want to start an outdoor ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to find some mentors for a boy in your home or in your community, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to donate land vehicles, money to the program, it's fully tax deductible. Help us with, help us with no kid left inside. Donate to kidsoutdoorzone.com. All right. From Cody Ryan, Beef State, all you regulators, our ranch hands and wranglers here, myself, TJ Graney, God bless. Regulators, let's mount up. He used to say-